0: hello 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 and welcome back to the commented podcast where we talk about your favorite movies music tv shows and more i'm tori
1: and i'm nia
0: and look at the historical junkies doing everything besides historical dramas that's just <laughs> the vibe for this last quarter of the year or whatever um today we're going to be doing a mini soda and a little mini soda it's been a few weeks actually it's almost been a month since this was released oh my god <laughs> really? but uh Better late than never, uh, we're here with a review on Netflix original series, DP. Woohoo! Woohoo! Okay, so let's do our um, two to three minute non-spoiler review. And then we'll get into the spoilers and our feelings and more in depth. My Mm -hmm. non-spoiler review is um i gave this drum an eight i had seen the posters for it i was like oh cool junk In is finally doing something that's not a romantic comedy we're we love that <laughs> and i knew that it was from a webtoon i knew it was going to be about the military i did not think the tone was going to be this dark um i did not i was expecting more like a prison playbook kind of thing when Mm. the teasers kind of came out i don't know if i maybe i didn't remember the teasers but it's an eight for me it's probably one of my favorite um series that has come out this um year so far what about you nia
1: Mm. um the trailer did a good job of kind of hiding what the actual tone of this drama is Mm -hmm. but i think similar for you um i was kind of just curious um about whether this was like an emotional drama or what it was going to be. So mm-hmm. I didn't really go into it expecting much. I really didn't even know what the plot was, to be honest. Yes. I just recognized the male lead because um, he's in a lot of like really popular stuff. But, I've, mm-hmm. but like you said, I've never seen him in anything serious, serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, that's pretty much it. I didn't really go into it expecting much.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're going to watch DP, I recommend it. I'd recommend not doing it in a day like I did. I could not put it down once I started it. Um, same, trigger warning, same. though. Blood, suicide, sexual assault, PTSD. There is a lot of triggers for this drama, so make sure you watch it with caution. Um, yeah. It's but a heavy I- one it's very heavy and I'm so glad they already confirmed season two because oh they did that's great yes yes they did yes they did um if you want to fall in love with the cast I suggest you just go watch all the stuff they've done on Netflix YouTube page they did like commentary they did like their quiz game show and all that stuff they're adorable I fell in love with the cast a lot um they even have the secondary cast reading comments and all that good stuff so um yeah this is really interesting because um spoilers from now on this is really interesting because the actual if i'm not mistaken the webtoon author is also the screenwriter so that's yeah also i'm just
1: kind of shocked in general that this was a webtoon because i mm -hmm. thought this was just like based on a true story and it didn't have a source like a uh, manga or like webtoon or I was like shocked. Right. I'm con- I'm that kind of blows my mind that the webtoon is a thing. <laughs> yeah, but, the webtoon um, is
0: definitely a thing. Um,
1: yeah, but no, I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off. But just that. i know you're that's good. because usually stuff like this that this is like something this heavy is just mm-hmm. based on true story type thing. Like it never turns into a book or a manga or a webtoon. Then a, a drama. Like that's
0: I don't know. That's it. Really, really interesting. But go ahead. No, I think it's very evident that the screenwriter had, um, the original source writer had a hand in this because it was so well translated. Like sometimes a lot of people, um, it. I mean, I don't know which side of the party are you on who thinks that Webtoons, when they get adapted to dramas, should be able to stand alone. And I agree on that on some front, but when, when and if you can get the original writer to also be a part of the screenwriting, I think that's when the best material comes out. Like, um, fuck the writer, but Harry Potter was big as it was. is because the original book author was a part of the screenwriting team. And so they were just able to translate everything so correctly. And it didn't have to go through like a screenwriter who doesn't know you know, what's in the mind of the author the wrote the big Yeah. Like, yeah, like the vision is very clear. Um, for those of you who don't know, DP is uh I feel like the you know, there's definitely cases in the nudes in South Korea that D P probably pulled from. I actually have a case we're gonna talk about once we get into this review. But um in South Korea it is mandatory for armed men before the age of thirty, I think, to serve um two years or like I think it's twenty something odd months. Um in the yeah. military. Didn't they shorten
1: they was, it? I thought it was eight, 18 now. Eighteen. I, I don't think know. they
0: might have shortened it to eighteen. But it's been like that since North Korea and South Korea split. Um mm-hmm. it's a mandatory service. It's a very it's become more of a cultural and a passage of rights for men in South Korea. Um and so but unfortunately um the society in South Korea, the um, hierarchical hierarchy society in South Korea implements itself into the military and it um creates a very toxic environment where you have men who are here for you know however odd amount of months nothing but testosterone not being able to see their families every day um and so a lot of bad things happen and DP is a very um a, a dramatized representation of that i follow somebody on um twitter who's actually korean and he talked about his experience in the army and how he thinks that dp was very um, dramatized and that he didn't have to deal with any of this but um at the same time there's countless cases there's literally a case um that i want to say this can't came- wouldn't this video come out this video came out on september 10th 2021 DP was released on August 27th, and it talks about um, how a South Korean uh, soldier was discharged and committed suicide. It was found out that he was bullied by another soldier who outranked him and a soldier whom he outranked. Um, investigations found the CCTV footage of the two men waking up, walking up to his apartment. One of them was carrying a hatchet. Eight hours after they met, the 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 soldier in this case, whose name is Kim Juno killed himself. Wow. And police found out that Kim's personal chatting records that while he was in the army the other two soldiers had coerced him into lending him about 3 million won um the two decided to bully him into silence with a hatchet when he asked for his money to be repaid a few weeks after kim's suicide his elder sister almost committed suicide by overdosing on sleeping pills their eldest sister is the only child left who is seeking justice the two other soldiers um one who has been discharged earlier and the other one who's still in the army have been arrested and are under uh investigation um you know and this probably is going to be you know the if you don't know anything about South Korean climate right now, the d- Democratic preliminaries, I think, are coming up. They're going vote for another president. And so this is definitely going to be used. A case is going to be used because DP got really, really popular in South Korea because it highlighted so many uh, so many of the injustices that go on in um, the army. And then once people get released in the real world, they pretend like nothing happens. Mm. So, yes. So even if you're going to consume DP... Please know that there are real people who have been under these unfortunate circumstances, and as dramatized mm-hmm. as DP is, like it's probably p- pulls on a lot of real thing. Especially if the man in this story, the victim in the story's name is Kim Juno, and our main character's name is An Juno. So,
1: right. Well, I
0: didn't know about that particular
1: case. I knew. I looked in. I think it was an article about a really famous 2014 case about Mm -hmm. um, a soldier um, who was incredibly bullied, who I think, you know, I don't want to say because I don't remember all the details, but I remember Mm -hmm. that he was incredibly bullied. And I don't know if if he killed several of his um, uh, fellow soldiers. I'm not sure. I don't want to keep, like, spreading misinformation. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say there is a, if you look into it, there is a famous 2014 case that this also kind of inspired as well, mm-hmm. um, or not inspired, this kind they drew some inspiration from. yeah. Um, and so but also I never really, I don't think I said, I, I agree with you. I never th- said that I liked DP or not. <laughs> I think uh-huh. I just said, oh, I didn't expect much, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. It's just a heavy drama. So saying you like it, it's like a hard way to describe liking something. Mm-hmm. Like it's really powerful.
0: Right. I wouldn't
1: say this drama is something you could watch multiple times um it's it's not that type of experience it's something that you you watch and you soak it in and then you do your own research afterwards it's that kind of thought-provoking um heavy drama so it's really great well filmed well acted Mm -hmm. and i'm glad that honestly this drama made me happy that netflix has now has pull over some south korean dramas because you know if this
0: oh god was going to be
1: made by any of the the broadcast stations, it would be so sugar coated, and it would be romanticized and like yeah, very yeah. much. It because cause, like they all have ties they they all have like right political ties. In. Yeah, yeah. So Netflix has no political ties with nobody, so they can do what they want, which I think is great, and that's why you get stuff like this.
0: All right, so to talk about the drama this first episode when I was watching it I was like okay this is giving me prison playbook vibes I've like if you haven't watched prison playbook it's kind of like it's got its serious moments but there's a lot of comedy in it and so I was like okay this is how this drama is gonna be it's gonna be heart touching I'm gonna cry maybe once or twice I was crying five out of six episodes every every no not even that six out of six episodes there was tears girl listen I was (laughs) I got through that first episode I was like the ending I was like Jesus fucking Christ (laughs) So, right. to elaborate for those who have are don't care about spoilers, DP is basically desert pursuit. Um, um, desert pursuers. So deserter pursuit, desert pursuit, deserter pursuit team. So when people desert from the army, they send out the DP to go, you know, talk to them, bring them back because you know deserting is illegal, um, especially if you're enlisted, and you know you can get you know dishonorable discharge, all that good stuff. Now. When they, they have this first D P case and we have a lovely cameo by go Kim, um Kilkum and as the you know um how do you say it? Not fallacious, the um exuberant Sumbay singer who's like a DP officer and he's like we get to go outside, we get to grow our hair long, we get to, you know, um see the real world and so because Juno is a boxer He, um, a boxer who doesn't, like, he's not bending into any any of the rules. He's not allowing, well, not allowing himself. He's not, um, he steps up to people who bully him. He doesn't, you know, back down or anything like that. And so Juno and this senior go out to the world to get this person. The senior's like, let's drink, let's party, it's fine. We'll talk to him, it's fine. And so they go get drunk. And Juno, uh... Juno, you know, goes outside to, you know, sober up. Um, He hands a lighter to somebody and they're just talking about, you know, almost seamless, seamlessly harmless conversation. But we as the viewers know that this is the man they're pursuing. Um, And the next morning, come to find out that this man committed suicide by using the lighter that Juno gave him um, to light charcoal in his room. And Juno does not know how to deal with this. Um, I am someone who has a family who's done with survivor's guilt. So that is a theme that kind of shows up in a lot of my stories. So it's always interesting to see writers and how they write about trauma. And so to see the scene. Oh God. So the, the man dies. And of course Juno is not okay with this. He feels like it's his fault. He feels like he could have done something. And um, they get back to the barracks. And his senior just like, you know, forget about it. Get over it. And he beats the ever living crap out of this man that, that was a great was, scene it was such a good scene it was so rewarding that was
1: probably like the like because you feel like he wasn't just punching him for him he was mm-hmm. punching him for like everybody yeah <laughs> like the man who, who who committed suicide he's punching him for all the people he's pulling along with him like like it's it was a great like
0: f you moment yeah it was a good and the way they filmed it of having juno's face you know being the face of the person he's punching and then going back and forth and it, the the way the drama um shows internal struggle i think is very it's great. poignant it's so good it's so like it's so mm-hmm. heart-wrenching because you're like damn if i was in that situation i would be you know mad at myself too because like he's He's mad at this this senior for being like, it's okay. We can, you know, fuck off. We don't actually have to do our jobs. But, you know, he's mad at himself for not sticking to his morals, his ground. And so to see all that anguish and anger. And I'm so happy for Jung Han because I was so tired of him doing romantic stories. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. oh yeah like he this is like his to me his big break and even though he's already been a well known actor for years Mm -hmm. i know that but i feel like this is his transition into like a whole new genre a whole new type of acting for him and i think this might be like the start of a new era for him and i think that's great like he needs to keep up this type of drama keep doing these more serious roles and i'm not saying he needs to stop with the romance but just like i feel like he could be this could be his lane you
0: know oh god i forgot he was doing that drama
1: what drama i forgot he
0: was doing he's doing snowdrop and oh no
1: (laughs) how is that still getting made with all the backlash
0: no i don't know oh god that's we were on a roll we were on a roll we were (laughs) we were all rooting for you (laughs) we were all rooting for you um but yeah yeah, i think that it was he that scene like solidified why they chose him as a character because he did so because juno is not an expressive person and so it Mm -hmm. it takes a it takes a great actor to be non-expressive but but still showing all the emotions that are necessary right and so then we go into episode two. Um he gets a new singer, My New Crush, played by um <laughs> Ku Kyo Um, I have never seen this man in anything. He's like they call him Same. they call him the idol of the indie film world. So he like does a lot of indie films. Like Oh, he's, he's a, from
1: indie films. Right. That's great. Like
0: his rap sheet for independent films are long. He's a screenwriter, a director. Um, but he was also in Peninsula, which I haven't watched yet, so now I have to go watch it because he's in it. But he's he's just giving vibes, and I love him because the minute the, his first introduction in that shower scene, I was like, oh, he's going to be the comedy. <laughs> we need a little yeah, something.
1: He's going to lighten up the mood that we desperately right. need, and you know? And... And I think they're, they're, the two of them together, the new Sunbei and Juno, like their chemistry mm-hmm. and how they played off each other was so great. And it was, and so, it was so nice to like, there's so many moments we could talk about that come later, but just how they from the beginning, like the fact that he's like, <laughs> calm down, why are you so serious? Like, mm-hmm. it's so it's so fun, like their dynamic.
0: They're dynamic. The moment he called him his son, I was like, I love it already. I love it already. Right. We exactly. love adoptive dad, like big brother vibes. I'm feeling it. It's giving. And so yeah. we get to see we get to see interactions between the various officers and the various cases of bullying and how seniors and juniors and seniority and you know all this stuff and how connections and everything like that plays into part as. Um, Our new sunbei, Hoyo, you know, becomes, you know, he's like, it's all right. We're going to, you know, they get another case. They have to go find this guy who was last seen in the subway. I like this case a lot because it was probably like one of the least intense cases out of all of them. They're like, where is he? They can't find him. And then Juno realizes that this man just falls asleep on the subway because he couldn't sleep in the barracks because they would put a scuba mask on him and then fill it with water.
1: Yeah, that scene was torturous. Um, the idea of that probably have have ha- has happened in real life makes it even more yeah. painful to watch. Um, it's and honestly, that one that case was like one of the, even though I was very sympathetic towards all the cases. That one from because we had I think that was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, like he's not a bad. He didn't run away to, really to run away. He was trying to escape the bullying and he he was just trying to get some sleep could you imagine like
0: that was his biggest purpose he's like i can't sleep here because they're trying to dry dry drown him or whatever the hell that is to even think that i'm like how malicious of a person do you have to be to think that's okay it's just evil yeah and that's just the environment that a lot of unfortunately a lot of barracks have and so that first case Mm -hmm. and like getting to see like how how parents feel about their sons like leaving their sons in the care like oh like the more i think about that the more it aches my heart that you're like okay i'm gonna leave my son in the care of the government for like two years and he could come back a completely different human being yeah that is yeah and traumatized ptsd right it's
1: yeah and
0: then there's no one accountable for it
1: oh yeah because the the people who tortured you act like oh well it was nice seeing you it's like nice seeing you
0: (laughs) get what i it's it's crazy yeah and so as this for every case i want you to think about one character being constantly bullied relentlessly by his seniors because they think he's a nerd they think he's a dork um you know he doesn't have the might to fight back with to them and even when he does it just ends up worse for him and he's been through this for years and he's on the cusp of being um being discharged but you know we've come to know him as a nice person so just think about that this is every single episode over months and so now we're on our second case or no our third case and our third case is the one of Busan now if y'all don't know who the actor who plays um the character from Busan. It is my lovely, lovely baby who got who's the youngest of YUKIS, who's been on every single <laughs> idol revival show. He's very talented. His name is um, Lee Jun Young. I love to see him in roles like this because he'll he'll take any role and kill it, basically. Um, but yeah, he's an amazing, amazing, amazing talented person, and uh. He killed this role. He's only twenty-four. Period. Yeah. I love that for him. But he plays that's the pretty. deserter who was in Busan. They go to Busan. They have an amazing fight scene. I think that was one take. They said oh, it was one take.
1: Fantastic fight scene. Oh, that's crazy. Right. I was that's that's talent, right? Like there. if you
0: have time, nia you should go listen to the interviews that they've done on YouTube. Because they talk oh, yeah, about I like um will. how the actors really felt like they were back in the because that's just how <laughs> how Mm. not intense but how how um how do i say that in english
1: like you would say you would say like how um immersive
0: yes there we go immersed everybody was um in the drama and so um they had a beautiful fight scene this character they, they meet a female character who is the girlfriend of this um deserted soldier and she's basically a domestic violence situation kind of and this yeah. you know is supposed to bring emotion on a juno whose mother was in a domestic violence situation and so we get to see more of him we get to see hoyo just being hoyo i just that's my baby he was just there and happy and i just <laughs> all his little hawaiian shirts i love him um but yeah that was a good scene because it was like this guy this this character like you still feel for this character kind of because he just doesn't want to be there and there's no other way he can get out of it kind of so like even if this character mm-hmm. was like an asshole he's a, of course he's a domestic piece of shit there's like a part of you that's just like all of these people who are deserting don't have like violent or like they don't they're not doing it to like spite people they're doing it for own personal reasons if that makes sense
1: and when, yeah, it makes sense. And then the, also, I think for the earlier episodes after, once we're, cause we're in episode three now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, or episode four or three. In the first episode, you really get to see uh Juno's, like we talked about his trauma, mm-hmm. and a lot of the interactions with him and the girl, like you said, were him kind of being extra protective in a way, mm-hmm. like him trying to actively help her. Uh huh even and then you get to see a different side of him that you really don't see um with any other cases until i'd say the end like he really gets personally invested this is the first case where he really gets personally invested with somebody i think right um and so even though the girl at the end she takes their money (laughs) and (laughs) and i don't blame her sis was like i'm taking this money deuces um and so but like you don't feel bad that she took the money because like you know like and he don't feel bad about it either so i think that's that's you see like the character development for a lot of them right. after this case in my opinion yeah it
0: shows like part of being a DP could be healing in a sort of way yeah. or it could be like as taxing for the people who are deserted as it is for the officers who are pursuing them because they like yeah. went undercover and were pretending to be here <laughs> mm-hmm. no when I that undercover scene it was like oh, what is happening it was oh. so funny but um i loved it and so that
1: undercover scene could have been a completely different draw it drama could have been
0: a whole, like, like it, they could it could have been a whole plot. it is so interesting because this is a buddy and cop like situation like a buddy cop situation mm-hmm. but like they're not cops And so it's like really interesting yeah. to watch um so uh, episode 4 we get word that Juno's father's in a hospital so he goes to go see his father and they have a little scene and we're like, ooh, this is going to take some healing. Mm-hmm. Y'all really need to be and in And his therapy. father's
1: played by that the man that he, everyone
0: knows. Everyone. Like, you know his First face. I all, don't know his name. This cast, full of everybody. Everybody name their mama. I was <laughs> like, what are y'all doing here? How did y'all get here? But like, right? there's so many familiar faces. And so many unfamiliar faces, which is really interesting. Because the unfamiliar faces it did is, just yeah. as well as the veteran actors. So that was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's in the hospital with his dad and this is when um, he goes home to his mom and Hoyo's there with his family eating barbecue and I'm just like we love, Hoyo. Cause like, I think Juno just left without telling him anything and Hoyo was just like, I know this bitch did not just leave me on red. (laughs) He's like, oh, you're not gonna answer my calls? Okay, then I'm gonna show up at your house.
1: (laughs) I'm gonna show up at your house immediately without permission. Now watch me be your
0: mom and your little sister's favorite new person. Now what? Now what? (laughs) I love it. I love that kind of like stepping over boundaries and getting closer in friendship type of thing. But um, yeah the scene where he asks his mom why don't you leave like why aren't you asking me why i haven't come home and she looks at him and she says you shouldn't say that to me and i was just like that broke my heart because it's not like domestic violence victims are choosing to be victims it's hard to get yeah. out of domestic violence in the cycle of violence <sighs> yeah.
1: um it's like and then you in that scene you can kind of see from both sides mm-hmm. like from his perspective because none of the, neither of them are wrong. Right. Like both of them are like wh- he's talking about his childhood and like why did you let us stay here? Why didn't you take us and leave? Mm-hmm. And she's like, but then you can't you can't blame her either because like where like domestic violence and even in the most progressive of countries, um, you still have horrible situations where guys will stalk their the the girl their former wives or girlfriends and then threaten them or they'll ignore restraining orders and it's like that's not it's not always cut and dry where she could have just left Mm -hmm. like in the hypothetical best situation and then they all be happy and safe because that's i mean they have kids i mean it's it's like there's it's a layers to it um and i I think I think the drama did a good job of showing that neither of them were in the wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They both have good points and they both are frustrated with each other and their relationship is clearly strained. Yeah. But um, It wasn't like the mom keeps trying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not like Oh no, go ahead. I was about to say, yeah, it's not the drama wasn't be like, Oh, Juno's right, mom's wrong or mom's right and Juno's wrong. It was just like a complicated emotional situation that the two of them were trying to deal with accordingly yeah definitely so we're in episode four and i want to say this is the quiet not the quiet before the storm i think the most surprising form of violence to me was the 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 sexual assault stuff i was like yeah that hadn't even crossed my mind (laughs) that
1: That, whoever that dude is who played that guy who was forcing them like sexually assaulting i was like who are you i don't want to see him and like and i know he's just an actor but like i truly don't want to see him because he was purely horrible
0: yeah he was awful they it's it's, i don't even know if i can describe it to you but it's just like the fact that that wasn't the first time made my stomach sink and i was just like Because why wouldn't that happen? Like, it didn't even cross my mind that that would be. I guess what I was. I don't know. I don't know. It just, like, I didn't expect to see it as drama, even if it did happen in real life. I was like. Oh, listen, I guess we're
1: so used to, like, censored dramas to an extent. And now that Netflix is involved, like, they're not going to censor for what? (laughs) Like, they don't need to censor anything. They're not on broadcasts. And so they're going to show us what they're. But they can show us. Yeah, yeah. and
0: I think it's sexual violence towards women is normal. So when I see sexual Mm. violence towards women, I'm like, yeah, that could happen. Sexual violence towards men is so taboo that Mm. it shocked me. And I was just like, well, yeah, of course, if they're out here, you know, dry drowning people and pushing people's heads in the nails, why wouldn't they do anything they can get away with? And so that was heart-wrenching to see and it happened more than once and i was just like oh god (laughs) um yeah um
1: and then but also that's sort of the catalyst for that scene right then is kind of when the r i forgot his name i'm so sorry the 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 Mm soupon his breaking point was at that moment where he literally, I don't want to, were you going to ex- explain this or is it okay if I oh, say Oh, I mean,
0: it? well, we're, let me get through a season, four, I think season four, they're off to another case. They're looking for a guy who um had no like he was never, people never thought he was going to desert, but he deserted anyway. And we find out it's because he's trying to protect his right. grandmother. Oh yeah, him. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this season four is when we see Sukbong actually taking out his frustration on new recruits and then juno approaching him mm. and being like what are you doing and then he, oh coming to save juno but you know not Supong. and so that's kind of like a weird dynamic
1: yeah that scene was i mean because that's the scene where they he um um hoyo brought juno into the room and pretending was like, to beat him pretend up. Yeah. beating him up yeah 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 so that scene it's like i kind of got the message there that like he helped, even though Ho Yul was helping Juno because they're both partners and they work together as DPs, it's like everyone around Sukbong still didn't help
0: him. individually. Because like, like, by proxy, yeah. he was helping Sukbong by breaking it up because he outranks everybody right. in that moment. And he's just like, I'll yeah. do with Juno so you don't hurt Juno, but like all the damage that's been done to Sukbong, I don't think he ever stepped in like he did for Juno. Yeah. And so yeah. now we're at episode 5 and I think the end of episode 4 is where Seobong finally breaks um after being act yeah. all- being sexually assaulted for the second time he loses it he beats the ever loving crap out of um Oof. the man the sergeant who's abusing him and this is before yeah. this is before um in episode 4 the man who was in- Huang Sergeant Huang, who was I think that's his name, who was um, the main abuser, leaves. Yeah. Oh, the one that lives in the barracks. Yeah. He leaves. He gets discharged, yeah. and he looks at Su- he looks at Su- He's like, "I'm sorry," or did he say, "I'm sorry"? Or he was just like, "No."
1: He he was just like, "I see you on the outside. Take yeah, take care. I'll see you outside." And then after that, Sukbong kind of gets courage, and he's like, "Apologize. I need you to apologize to me." And then the guy and then all the other comrades are like the soldiers are like, What are you doing? Why are you ruining a good moment? Yeah, they're and just like the really like, sad to see it's him no go. Big deal. It's like
0: it's not a big deal. And I'm sitting Ugh. there like
1: And then after that, but then he fake apologizes. He's like, Sure, whatever,
0: sorry. Mm-hmm. But then he didn't really give it sincerely. Mm-hmm. And then the sexual abuse happens again at night. Cause I know long probably felt yeah. like, Oh, maybe it's finally over. And it's not. Yeah. And so then he he cracks. And so um, yeah. our DP duo gets word that they have to go find Sukbong. Um Juno questions um's abuser about what happened. He's like, even if you don't talk, he's like, well, Sergeant Huang is gone. And we were just doing everything because we, uh, you know, because we could. And it's what everybody else was doing.
1: That, re- that reasoning would literally made me want to pull my, my hair blood out pressure. Like, you're doing... <laughs> because you can you're you're <sighs> see that's what happens when people don't have consequences for their actions they think that they can do whatever they want sorry i just oh no you're just good
0: piss me off that reason that reasoning alone is very much like what in the actual fuck is happening what is going on what is really like because even if they have like a court system and people who and, like, these seniors who are supposed to keep everybody in check, it's like such an ingrained part of the system at this point. And when yeah. people, like, people who come from rich families or people who have connections and shit like that, and you leave them unchecked and unbothered, it just c- continues the cycle of violence. And so, yeah. They, um, ups like a webtoon of kind of um, an outward, an outward, um, representation of what's been going on in his head and kind of foreshadows, you know, what's going to happen. And so, um, we see Sukbong walking up to Sergeant Huang's door and, you know, he's trying to, um, there he's, he's, you know, we watch him walk up the stairs with a knife and a rope and we're like, oh shit, what's about to happen? And th- he gets to the door and Sukbong like looks scared and he's like, what are you planning to, and, like, sar- the, the sergeant's like, what are you doing? What are you planning to do? And I think he punches him. He's like, did you really think any yeah. thing was going to happen? And then <sighs> Sukbong, I think he cracks again. He hits him a few times and then he runs off. Or did he stab him or something? Or I don't remember.
1: I think he sliced him or and then he kind of, and they kind of end up on the floor. Yeah. And then Sukbong notices that he, that the sergeant is shaking. And then that brings up his confidence mm-hmm. again. Like, you're why are you shaking? Right. And He then, runs off. And then so it's and he runs off yeah and he's like in that scene when he runs off and like runs through the yeah. stairs and is like laughing that was eerie yeah
0: to the actor who plays Sukbong, let me actually mention him his name is Jo Hyun Chol. um amazing actor I think he's a stage yeah oh, I think he's like the stage he, plays and stuff like that
1: oh a stage that's amazing like he his performance is chilling it's like so good
0: Oh, he's a There's movie no actor. He's There's well. he a lot of movies. Mm. He was so good. It was so bone-chilling and you can't help but feel for Sukbong because we just watched him lose weight. Like I didn't even realize that he had lost weight until they showed pictures of him side by side. But mm. he lost weight up until the last episode. He looked gaunt. He looked, you know, tired and and the actor did a great job of like bringing that to the camera. And so he runs down the stairs, like, he's got this crazy look in his eyes, and Juno tackles him in, you know, the um the garage. Like, what are you doing? Stop it. And Juan um, comes down, and he's like, he's fucking crazy. He's fucking insane. And I'm just like, well, yeah, what, what did you do to him? You are the...
1: <sighs> See, the thing is, like, it's like you don't... I wish that there was like, there's no retribution for the evil folks. So it's like, I didn't really, I didn't care what happened to the sergeant, to be honest. I was just more concerned that like, Sukbong wasn't going to be okay. Like, you know, like, so whenever the sergeant says something, I was like, why won't Juno punch this man in the face? (laughs) (laughs) Or just like, get him out of here because he just, he doesn't need to be worth, he's not worth protecting.
0: Right, right. And so Sukbong is livid that he's being punished while Sergeant Huang gets to live his life and go free and act like everything in the army didn't even happen. And so he manages to break free of the cuffs yeah. and they're running after him again and he ends up kidnapping the sergeant. When I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is not gonna end well. And so it's not. <laughs> once they find out that Su has kidnapped the sergeant, I think he had, and he has a gun. They're like Oh, so now we have to make all of our soldiers in the barracks who were with Sukbong get guns to go after him. The the oh Whoever, yeah. what can, is his? Can I talk about what is this? his name? What is his yeah. position at the very least? The the
1: the the highest ranking person a in corporal, this drama. Like you also general, see the dichotomy. I don't know who
0: the hell he is?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like you see the dichotomy about like the like the lower the soldiers who were just lower mm-hmm. ranking having to deal with bullying, but then you also see the higher on the higher end, this one man who's like above everyone mm-hmm. else, even the guy who's over the DPs, like you see that there's the same stuff, the same nonsense about like you have to listen to what I say, like you can't talk back, um, your job's on the line, like all that same type of manipulation stuff, yeah. like uh, with the higher up folks, and it's just like it never stops no matter how high ranking you get you know
0: yeah i think i want to say he's like he's not a general but he's like he's a captain or whatever um yeah but he he's like oh okay so i can't let this deserter ruin my career so we're gonna go after him with guns (sighs)
1: and then what's crazy he had told them to keep it quiet he was like, oh, you have to keep it quiet. And then he yelled at the guy after the fact and said, why did you keep it quiet? It's like, it, it was, right, sir, Because not you avoiding responsibility.
0: what's happening is that there's a TV show that's supposed to be coming to the barracks and they can't have shit unorganized. They can't have a deserter on the roof. And so he's trying to rush and get this done. And the DP team is really trying to like bring Sukbong back alive. And... Yeah. This this captain doesn't care because it's his career that matters more than anything, and so we have this very elongated scene in this like case system. It's a cave system that was supposed to be have been dug by North Korea or something. They like have a whole story about it, but um, this whole cave scene like um, it goes back and forth of basically Sukjong chasing. It's like Sukjong is kidnapped, Sergeant Wong but Sergeant Huang obviously outpowers him because he outweighs him and like he's bigger than him. And so they go back and forth of being captured and uncaptured. And then you have our DP duo chasing after Sukbong. So there's like this constant kind of like chase in and out. And they finally, um, Sukbong is realizing that uh, he, you know, he's lost Huang for the last time and he's like has his gun in his hand and he just walks up and out of the cave on these train tracks and Hohyul basically comes to him. This scene, when I tell you, was right my heart. Because at the beginning of it, it's just like, okay, we're talking. We're getting somewhere. And then Sukbong is like questioning Huyu. He's like, why didn't you ever try to save me? Why did you just watch? And Huyu's like, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. He's like, I apologize, but this is not the way to go. Your life is more important than, you know, what's ever happening here. We can fix it. We can fix it. We can fix it. And, you know, Sukbong is just like, uh, no I think they do they have on a walkie-talkie and they can hear um the r- recruits oh, I can't sure. remember that but they're talking and like Sukbon even though Koyo is like talking him down to a point Sukbon is like no it it, it doesn't matter anymore and then um yeah. Juno you know and Juno yeah he's trying to remind first, him like right. your students oh my got god into art I school. almost cri- I did cry in that scene because like He's like um yeah. an art teacher. He's just like, Your student got into college, she made it, like you have to go back to her. You you have a life outside of the army. You know, this is like something's gotta happen, but this isn't the answer. And so they finally like have gotten him to like calm down, and then all of a fucking sudden the captain and the rest of the recruits burst out of the cave opening and Sukwan runs off and Ho Jin are after him and they have cornered him. They've got him surrounded with live firearms, and I'm sitting here like there was no reason for the situation to get this big. <sighs> and so, yeah, they escalated. They escalated it. it. and Sukwon's like, "I have to do something for change to happen," and he kills himself. And very fair warning, they show his face after the gunshot. I yeah, was just like, do. "Whoa!" I had to skip. I had to like tap double twice to get past that.
1: That was that was literally
0: gr- gr- gruesome. It was it was like whew, y'all thought Kingdom was bloody. That was just like, at least those were zombies that no. we were yeah. detached. This was this is
1: a different level. And then, um, and then the fact that you see how nice he was in the beginning, what kind of person he was. Like he used to draw Juno cartoons, mm-hmm. like all. O- and then like on sticky notes, um, but and then to see. That scene in the end, and then Juno's crying scene, where he
0: literally just saw Yeah, the whole is just like in shock um, and in tears, and I'm just like, yeah, they're broken. They can't like, how do you, oh, and so the ending scene is basically we're back at the barracks. It's like a just another day at the barracks, and we can see Juno. He's bandaged. He, you know, still enlisted he they have a yeah the fact of
1: the matter that like he has so much more left in his enlistment like he's not he's it's been done. like max That's three, three months max part. three or four months max three months
0: and so um the dp i think the dp um captain sergeant was moved lieutenant was moved and then the guy who came and helped them who's played by some um so Kyo, ko was fired or is was one or the other. Yeah. And so they got a I new so. captain. They got new recruits. Juno goes out to, you know, start training. And he walks in the opposite direction. And I was just like... And it ended. And I was like, that can't be it. <laughs> that can't be it. Yeah. The lack of closure. I was just like, no, that that <laughs> that can't be it. And did you see the scene at the end? I think I did what was the ending? What was it was
1: Oh my god. Okay, so they literally they did a, a marvel. So they at the very end of the credits, I think, they show a scene of Sukbong's friend, the one that <gasps> I also I didn't see was, that. Oh my god. Um, you didn't? Oh wow, Tori. I really wish you would like I don't want to no, explain. No, no, it to no. You I'm reading it now in the without... recap, so you can tell me. Okay, so literally it's like Sukbong's friend is in his own unit. And the unit he's in already bullies him because he, I think he has a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were bullying him before, but then you, they see on the news Supung's case. And the case that they're explaining is like he committed suicide because he was mentally unstable. They didn't say oh, anything God. about the bullying in the news. And then... Um, and so after that, they were mostly like commenting on like, oh, that that guy was crazy or whatever. And then they see they say, oh, wasn't he your friend? And they're like one of the one of the soldiers is like pestering his friend and bullying him again. And so after that, they literally pan out. And when the one of the soldiers walks away and Bong's friend picks up a gun and starts shooting Jesus them. Christ. And then it fades to black. And I was like, <sighs> and apparently that scene was based on the 2014, case. if uh-huh. that's the case, or the or the 2013 case. But that ending, I was like, wow, wow. I mean, it's not long if you want to yeah, see it. Yeah, no, 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 I'm just definitely going to watch it. But it. like, it's really powerful to see it. Like, I that well, that one made me like all of it made me speechless. But the way they ended that, like. Because it was trying to show us that there was no change, like there was no nothing was different. Um, Sukbong
0: died for nothing, and that's just terrifying. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the cycle (sighs)
0: continues. I'm so excited to see. Well, not excited. I'm interested to see what the second part of the story is going to be because I haven't read the webtoon. I was tempted to, but like, um, I'm tempted to see how they're going to continue the story. How they're going to ultimately ended like are we just gonna get another seven episodes or six episodes of the same thing and just ends the same i hope they don't do that because like on an art level that's great but for another season i can't i can't i need closure (laughs) i need full out closure i need at least somebody to heal um
1: yeah or some kind of retribution or some kind of some kind of consequences or and then thing is i think i've There was an art, not an article, but I think there was a YouTube video about some soldiers saying it's like some soldiers who've gone to the military Uh recently in Korea, and they said that that things are changing, um, because they're allowed their phones, Mm -hmm. and so people don't even talk to each other as much. And the bigger units, they don't see that kind of thing because so many people Mm -hmm. are watching. But the but they say they can't really vouch for the smaller units because those those they don't know what's going on there, you know, so. I mean, there seems to be on the outside as foreigners progress, but like the this particular show highlights you know, like some people's real life right. stories and some fiction as well, but it's, for the second season, I just don't know I don't know what the angle could be in a way that's not either pandering to the military, oh, like yeah. oh look, where everything's happy we're like holding hands, kumbaya and without and the alternate in a way that it's not just so depressing unless that's what they want. You right.
0: Know? Cause like the military keeps saying it's going to change. It's going to change. It's going to change. But the laws in Korea are just so, so lenient on everybody. I literally just saw a statistic that talked about how um, sexual assault cases have arisen a ridiculous amount mm. in South Korea um, every year because of the lenient um the lenient laws yeah so it was 111 sexual assault child sexual assault abusers in 2016 wow it's 720 as of june 2021 and only six and 26 percent of these people were imprisoned so i hope the next season is a lot of commentary um and it gets to be as raw as it was this season and they don't try to censor edit themselves to make it more palpable. If it's going to end sad, I'm fine with that. But like, I would love some, a little bit of closure, just a little bit.
1: Yeah. Or at least more of a, if it's going to be even more um, Mm -hmm. intense, just like a trigger warning if necessary. Um, I know they do that in the beginning of this, but like, I feel like if they're going to go even Mm -hmm. further, um, just I feel like they prepare folks um but I think they have set that up with this season like they people know now what dp is going to give you you know it what what it's going to be what kind of mm-hmm. show it's going to be so i just hope they keep i hope i just want to see what their what what the what the ending is going right, to be the real right, ending right.
0: you know so what's your rating for dp
1: mm well i probably i would have given this mm-hmm. like a 9 or 9.5 mm because I'm probably never going to forget certain scenes of this drama, Mm -hmm. like ever. (laughs) I feel like there's certain dramas or certain pieces of media that just stick with you. If they're just that Mm -hmm. poignant or that um, influential. And I feel like this, this drama definitely shows a reality that probably would have never been seen before if it wasn't for, you know, the time and Netflix and this kind of opportunity. So I, yeah, I give it a nine or a 9.5. What about you? An is eight an only eight? because
0: I the ending just kind of ugh, struck me and I just like, I need a little bit of closure. The ending is so important for me. I probably will give it a nine once season two comes out and I get to see the full story um, front to back, but mm-hmm. it's an eight for me. I definitely walked away with some new favorite actors. I've definitely um, felt something, which I think is good when you watch a story And you can feel something, even if that is like sadness and melancholy. So, yeah. I recommend DP, but trigger warning. Once again, suicide, abuse, trauma, sexual assault, um, blood. Please watch with caution. Um, Also, shout out to the Korean foreigner. I was reading his tweets about the case that we talked about of Kim Juno, who passed away recently and um just know i just i hope my biggest thing is that a lot of people like to talk about how um maybe i won't talk about it now um let me just say this don't be involved in another nation's politics <laughs> if you're not in it for everybody okay
1: oh i think to where i know i think i know yeah. what you're trying to say what you were gonna don't say don't be yeah I mean, if you want to, you need to do a mini, or you want to say, I mean, now, I mean, just wish
0: K pop fans would stop um, getting in, trying to change Korean law for their faves and not for the entire country. Oof. Because nine times out of 10, your faves are celebrities, so they can't be touched. Um, and they will not get bullied. get bullied. They're not the ones yeah, that are targeted. They have more money and power than probably anybody in the military. So let's not even go yeah, there so point. please be aware that you exactly. know military enlistment is more than the realm of your faith and just because you want to see them without a break without you know um a break in their what is it what am i trying to say a break in their yeah promotions, promotions and stuff like that active. um yeah. think broader on a broader scale because you could be using that voice to be mm. like maybe we should just not have mandatory forced enlistment for everybody and only those who want to volunteer and are mm. mentally sound should be you know doing stuff like this um so yeah that is it for this episode i did not expect us to talk about this for an hour but it was a great show So we wanted to talk about it and just kind of explore our feelings with it and, I mean, how much we're looking forward to season two. Um, If you like DP, come and chat with us. Do you have a new favorite actor baby out of the show? Because I know I do. (laughs) I know I do. Um, But yeah, come chat with us on Twitter at C-O-M-M-N-T-D or TikTok at Commented Podcast. Until next time, I'm Tori. And I'm Nia. Bye!